Unlimited Influence Podcast, Episode 11. Are you ready to give your personal brand a boost and take your business to a whole new level? Go to theaccelerantgroup.com and download your free copy of the Brand Builder Formula. Welcome to the Unlimited Influence Podcast, where I chat to everyday people who've stepped up to inspire others to be the best they can be. Get ready as they inspire you to unleash your unlimited influence. Hey everyone, Samantha Riley here and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Amy Smilars. Amy is the creator of the proprietary framework, Communicate to be Heard, as she believes that each of us has a voice that deserves to be heard. When you're a client working with Amy, she helps you to discover and define that voice or that value message and then helps you to translate that to other people so you can communicate to be heard. When that happens, you are truly able to live a life with greater intention. Welcome to the show, Amy. Oh, thank you, Samantha. I'm excited to be here. That's a very brief intro, but I'd love you to pull back the curtain a little and give our listeners a sneak peek into who you are and what makes you tick. Oh, gosh, that's such an open-ended question. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll do my best <laughs> to, to address that. So, I, I mean, first and foremost, I'm a mom of two boys who are seven and nine and My husband, Dave, and I have been married for 15 years and together for 20. So as I like to say, he's stuck with me. So, Well, that's a beautiful um, story and very rare these days. Yeah, no, it's I'm I'm very fortunate that he's that I found him. But I I think with me, who I am and kind of what makes me tick is ever. So when I grew up as a little girl, I had a few surgeries and I was in the hospital but I was one of those patients who love the sight, sounds, and even smells of the hospital. Oh, wow. And yeah, and I had this, you know, pediatric surgeon who was amazing. And so as I grew up, I thought, well, I, w- I really want to help people be strong and be well. And my first inclination was to become a pediatric surgeon, but didn't quite turn out that way because I got a C plus in organic chemistry, which for those who are physicians knows uh, you should not have a surgeon who doesn't do well <laughs> in organic chemistry. It's kind of a red flag. So I found myself having a biology and sociology background, but really having this love of science and love of people at the same time. So I pushed that forward and got a master's and went on to get a PhD, but Really, who I am is kind of a change agent, if you will, where also from my parents, you know, growing up, having this standing up for something bigger than you and having this belief in something, you know, stronger and larger than you. And so I think for me, it's just that idea of really working to help individuals be their best, you know, the best people, best individuals and communities being stronger communities. And just that the change agent part and wanting to make people, you know, having a difference is really makes me tick. So that's why, you know, getting the PhD, starting my business and having, you know, the coaching and working with customers like I do now, it's, it's really, I think from that original basis. I love that. And, and I love the word change agent. I always, for some reason, I don't know why, imagine, you know, super sexy black sunglasses and a black trench coat and, you know, black heels. I reckon it's super cool. <laughs> oh, dear. So um, what's your business? I'd love you to share what is your business and who do you serve? So 
with the business that I have, the idea is, as you mentioned, the communicate to be heard. And so if I'm working with you coaching or doing workshops with clients or customers, the idea is to better define and identify your own value message and figuring out ways to share that with other people so they can understand that, you know, embrace that and use that. And so that's really with with the business. So I help people identify their strengths and what they want to share with others. And so if that's themselves or a product or a service and really getting to that core and then helping them understand ways that they can share that and communicate it with others so they can use it. I really love that and really tapping in that communicate to be heard and, and tapping into that strength is only going to build deeper connections with the people around us. And in this time, this is what we really want. We want connection with people. We don't want to do business with, you know, a logo or a brand. We want to really understand the values and, and the stories and, and that person that we're dealing with. So I really love that that's what you're doing. Oh, no, thank you. And that's, that's part of it, too, I think, because having worked in the corporate world for a long time, and I and I left that a little over three years ago, and I found some of the things that I was doing to help really identify those core pieces, weren't really part of that larger corporate business, you know, consulting area that I was in per se. And so that's where, when I started my own company, it was really giving people room and space to explore, think about and really identify what that was. Wow. So three years is really in the scheme of things, such a short time. But I'd love to go back to that time three years ago when you left your corporate job and and started your own company. How did you get to that point? Because you have to be pretty brave to leave a corporate job and go out and do your own thing. So, you know, what did you have to work through? Take us on that journey. Yeah, I would say brave or crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, I I agree. I think we're all crazy. I'll (laughs) take brave. Uh, No, I, I think going through to that point, you know, as I mentioned earlier, being that change agent and wanting to improve things that that had always been a core of what I wanted to do. But I'd been able to find pieces and glimpses of that, if you will, through different organizations and places that I worked. But a little over three years ago, what happened is I found what I thought was a home for me. And I'd been there about 18 months. And the person who was the president was let go. And none of us knew that that was going to happen because essentially what happened was we were invited to the senior meeting and everyone, everyone was in the boardroom except for him. And, you know, it was just one of those, I knew the night before I knew something was going to happen. So I had reached out to my mentor to say, can you meet me for coffee? Because I need some advice because I know something's going to happen. I don't know what. Yes. And, you know, I showed up the next day and you, and I could just feel that he wasn't in the room. And the person that was left in charge was someone I didn't trust, respect. And it was just like, oh, you know, oh I just, like, I just I can't got goosebumps do this. just thinking about that. Yeah. And I, and that's where it really came to the point of, I knew it that I had, a, you know, in quotations, a job. Mm-hmm. Like I could, I could take the train, you know, an hour each way you know, barely see my kids, barely see my husband and grind it out all day long, or I can make a decision to do something else. And that's 
the point where I said, well, there's things that I see that I want to improve, things that I could change. And if I was on my own, I could, I could have the opportunity to try that. And so that's what I worked through. And for over three years now, there's been some wins, some big losses, <laughs> so, you know, or I say lots of learning points of figuring out, okay, this is what I should be responsible for. These are things that are beyond my control and I shouldn't try to do next time. Um, but there was, there was just a lot of those ups and downs. Like the, and I even had one last week where I had a client that I thought I could trust. And it turned out where they said, oh, well, by the way, thank you for all your questions and your insight, but we're going to go to a company that's less expensive, but we'll take your information and go, you, you know, and go yeah. with them. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's just one of those, you, you figure out along the way who is really a partner and collaborator with you and others who, you know, just want to have, have it done the cheapest way and the fastest way, which isn't always the best, you know, and, and I think for me, that's some big learnings I've had along the way. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that, well, I know that I've been there. I'm sure that anyone's in business has been there and knows exactly what you're talking about and probably even has a flash already in their mind of, you know, when it happened. Um, but I remember, I can't remember who interviewed me, but he was talking about fail forward. And I really loved yes. that, the way that he put that, that we have to make the, he calls it failing. I call it learnings. You know, we have to have those things go wrong to help us understand what we need to do to move forwards. And it sounds like you've had quite a few of those as we all have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. My husband would probably say more than I agree to, but yes. <laughs> He's had a few. <laughs> uh, just Sam says it's just learnings. It's okay. <laughs> it is. And honestly, and I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago and I said, you know what? I wouldn't even change what's happened because that, that just kind of makes me me and going along that road. So if those things hadn't have happened, I wouldn't be where I am. And you know what is, that's just how, you know, I'm supposed to grow, I guess. Absolutely. It makes us who we are. If, if some of those things didn't happen, we'd be a completely different person. And, you know, we're here because this is where we're perfectly meant to be. That's my belief anyway. I know. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So how important has it been to build your personal brand uh, in corporate? Did you have your actually, did you have your or build your personal brand while you were in the corporate space? You know what? That's a great question. And as, as I think to that, I think, you know what? Each of us, in a sense, has our personal brand in terms of our personality and how we work with customers and clients, regardless of where we are. Yes. Um, but I don't, I, but I think I really, lost some of what well, I, I should say not necessarily lost but let my guard down and let my true self show up once I was on my own in a sense of being able to build that brand in a sense yes and why why do you think that it took leaving the corporate position to be able to really embrace who you were you know wholly no that's that's a great question when I think about it, I think entrepreneurs in a sense are the people you know, like you and myself and other people like you're interviewing for this podcast are just, you know, we're kind of in a sense, a breed of our own in a way. And at least for me for a while in the corporate setting, there was a struggle for me to try to quote unquote fit in mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, other people who wanted to kind of 
just have their nine to five, which is which is great if that's what you're built for. But I'm not built that way. So I was constantly trying to tone myself down, if you will, because, oh, let's just have this idea. Let's try this. Let's do this. This is a new way of doing it. Wouldn't this be fun to explore this area where for some people on my team, even it was just exhausting to try to keep up with. Let's try this. Let's try this. But for me, it was it was an energy builder. So I think once I went out on my own, there's a level of freedom to express and explore kind of who I am and and where I want to go. And that really, I think, enables that growth. Yeah, I love that. You didn't you didn't feel like you needed to tone yourself down to fit in. Once you're out on your own, you could just embrace it. And what I love about it when you're out on your own is by embracing those those quirks and idiosyncrasies and all of those weird things that we say or do, it's like, well, this is who we are. We don't have to worry about conforming to every anyone else's thoughts. We can just do that. Right. And I wasn't worried of, oh, well, did I say this how I was supposed to? You know, is it in line with other things? It's sort of, oh, well, this is Amy and Amy's saying this and, oh, wait, this is me. So it's okay because that's related to who I am. Yeah. And and <laughs> you made me think of, of something there. So I only worked corporate for about three years back when I was 18. So I really didn't last very long at all. But I remember <laughs> one day there was I was working on the switchboard and I had to, I was just taking over for a lunch break. So because that wasn't my normal job, I didn't remember the 500 and something people that worked in the office. And I was trying to remember the name of someone to pass on a message. And all I could remember was that she had an angular haircut. So it was very short on one side (laughs) near her ear and it was very long on the other side. And I remember saying to the human resources manager, what's the name of that lady with the crooked haircut? And I got in so much much trouble it's apparently very not politically correct to say that (laughs) so yeah corporate wasn't for me (laughs) Uh, so so once they once you left your corporate job and you could really embrace embrace being who you are and and tapped into your personal brand how did that leverage the growth of your business well I think for me that that opened up more doors than I realized because at first some people thought and, and actually said out loud, oh, that's going to be limiting because you don't, you know, you, you're you and these things are going to happen. But I think in terms of leveraging the growth of the business is I was able to go out and speak what I saw within the corporation because it wasn't, I was, I wasn't worried about you know, syncing up with a corporate mission or vision or something else. This was just, what I saw, what I felt and how, you know, I thought they could improve their business, improve their product, improve their value message. And so I think for me, being open, leveraged that business growth that enabled me to help other people in a, in a better way than I would have otherwise. That's awesome. So there's many parts to building a personal brand. Um, and I believe that building that personal brand will actually give you the platform to be more influential because people will know who you are and they'll be listening to what it is that you have to say if they're the right people for your tribe or to be part of that world. But if you were to choose three things which had the greatest impact in that growth for you, what would they be? And I, lo- and I love this question. And this is, you know, thinking about this. So the impact on my personal brand, brand I would say for 
one one of the biggest impacts I think would be my dad and my grandma, just given the roots that I have of, you know, I alluded to earlier, you know, being a change agent, you know, my grandma was one of the first women to go to, to a university here in the States, like UVM. Yes. And this was, you know, a long time ago, but she was one of the first women to go there. And she just, she kind of went there because that's what she was going to do. You know, and she yeah. led, you know, an international women's movement as well. And it's sort of, okay, that's my grandma. And, and my dad was going to graduate school and left there to help coal miners in the States here unionize because too many of them were dying without insurance and the families were going poor and sick, you know? So it's sort of, those are bigger examples, but there, there's that, I think that personal brand of, you know, others before self, I mean, taking care of yourself first for sure, but then helping others. Mm. I mean, I think those are two of the biggest impacts. And the other one, really my boys that are, you know, seven and nine, because, I know on a daily basis, I need to be a role model and supporter and nurturer of them. And I think that's in terms of the personal brand where I want to, you know, help people support them and nurture them. And my boys challenge me <laughs> to no end every day, which is great. And I love it. But that's there a reminder every single day that there's something bigger than myself and, and something I can do to help contribute. And so seeing them really keeps that in perspective. I absolutely love the flavor of your answers to that question. They were so you and have been actually quite different to anything that people have said before, but I really love it because with your dad and your grandma, you, that's the values that have been instilled in you um, right from a very early age and then taking those values and, and being able to serve your community and then going on to use those role models to become a role model for your boys and, and them being such a big why you do what you do. I think that's just such a beautiful and such a powerful thing to, to acknowledge that is going on in your life. Oh, no. Thank you. And, and it's, it's interesting because until I said those out loud, I didn't really put that together. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love talking with, with wonderful people on this show. You know, we, we inspire each other, I feel. And, and I love that. Yeah. So if there was one piece of advice that you wish someone had shared with you at the beginning of your business journey, what would it be? Oh, this is such a great question. And. So what comes to mind is so I've, I've recently finished reading the book, um, Unmistakable, you know, how being the only is better than the best by Sereni Rao. And he also has a podcast, The Unmistakable Creative. And th this has really come to mind. And this is all timely because I just turned 40 last week and I had vacation. I was doing all these reflective things, you know, whatever. It's just a number. But these things came to mind. And I think if I had had advice when I was younger beginning this, I would say be unmistakable, um, which is what he shares. So it's not necessarily being better than your competitors, but it's just being you. And that's, and it's similar to some of the things that I share of being, you know, your truest best self, but how he just talks about being unmistakable. Mm. So there's no question as to if it's Samantha, if it's Amy, we just know. And for me, I think it's, it's not necessarily trying to keep up with the competition. It's just being yourself, you know, and that's something where I've, I've come 
to and still working on daily <laughs> to be comfortable <laughs> with myself and, and grow that way. But for me, that that's a really big piece of advice. I absolutely love that. And by the way, happy birthday for last week. Oh, thank you. Um, the big four O. I know what it's like and the reflections <laughs> that I did when that, that number hit and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm not meant to be this old, <laughs> which isn't old, but for me it was, but unmistakable. Um, I actually haven't read that book, so I've made a note. I'm going to go out and get it. I, I'm a creative. So what you were saying really appeals to me. And I guess. I'm assuming it's got that that same sort of flow as Seth Godin's, you know, be the purple cow. It's embracing who you are and and sharing that with the world. No, definitely because he has is is, is some of that Seth Godin. And then if you've ever ever read um, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, which is another one of this level of you have what he calls resistance. So if you come up to do something. And you find you never quite completed or you kind of get diverted. He pegs that as resistance. And that's the other piece of this, um, of Sereni Rao's book is just when you're on the cusp of doing something that is really good for you, you can get diverted. Mm. And, and that's where Stephen, you know, um, that relationship of resistance and kind of beating that is another part of that. I love that. Amy, thank you so much for sharing all of your value with us today. It's been absolutely wonderful and an absolute pleasure. What is the best way for my listeners to stay connected with you? Oh, no, thank you. I've I've really enjoyed this, so I hope any of it's made sense. I don't know. It's all made perfect <laughs> sense. It's been wonderful, and I've got a huge <laughs> smile on my face, and I know my listeners will also. <laughs> well, I mean, the best place to look is um, amysmallers.com, so A-M-Y-S-M-A-L-A-R-Z.com, and that's where you can, you know, you know, recently uh, launched a book, you know, Living Intentionally, and have a podcast, and other types of programs or ways to reach out, but that's, that's a great way, and I'm also on Facebook and Twitter as well. Wonderful. It's been such a pleasure, Amy, and thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at theaccelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine.